Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the book of Acts. We're in the seventh chapter, and we're toward the end of Stephen's response to the religious rulers when they said, hey, are these things true? So if you remember in the previous episodes, several episodes, as a matter of fact, we've been reading through uh, Stephen's account here. He's recounting uh, the history of Israel. And he's just spoken about Moses and talked about what Moses had done. So in the seventh chapter of Acts, verse 44 says this, our fathers had the tabernacle of testimony in the wilderness. Just as he, that's God, who spoke to Moses, directed him, Moses, to make it according to the pattern which he had seen. And you see this in the Old Testament, and it is voluminous in the details in the account. Uh, God had Moses build a tabernacle of testimony, as it's called here in the wilderness. And so uh, God empowered people to actually make the things that he wanted. It was very, very, very detailed. Uh, many chapters, I don't remember exactly how many chapters, between maybe 50 chapters, 40, 50, maybe 60, I don't remember. A lot of chapters of the scripture deal with the instructions that God gave about building this tabernacle. And then Moses coming back and saying, God, hey, I built it the way you told me to build it, then going through the detail of how he had built it. So that's what Stephen's referring to here. They had a tabernacle of testimony, and it was built according to the pattern that God gave to Moses. Moses was faithful in it, did it exactly the way that God said. Now verse 45, Acts 7. And having received it in their turn, our fathers brought it in with Joshua upon dispossessing the nations whom God drove out before our fathers until the time of David. So he's reminded them, God told Moses to build a tabernacle. He gave them the instructions on how to do it. Moses did it. The people had this tabernacle, and they took it in with them when they went into the promised land under the leadership of Joshua. The nations were dispossessed. In other words, they took the land away from the nations, and they did it as God drove out the nations. They didn't do it all at once. God told them, I'm not going to give you all the land at once unless it go to the wild animals because you can't inhabit it all yet. But God was the one that sent the nations out before them. Now, verse 47, well, at the end of 45, it said uh, that this is the way it was until the time of David. Now, verse 46, David found favor in God's sight and asked that he might find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob or the house of Jacob. So David found favor in, the, in God's sight. That's really intriguing when you read the account about David. Because we think if somebody finds favor in God's sight, then they must have done everything perfectly, lived life perfectly. Well, if you know anything about the account of David, you know that's not true. But he found favor in God's sight because his heart was after God. And he asked God, it was David's desire to build a house for the God of Jacob, to build a temple for David, for God, and a, a dwelling place. But then verse 47 says this, but it was Solomon who built a house for God. Well, why is that? Well, you go read the Old Testament again, and God tells us point blank why. Uh, David was a man of war, and since he was a man of war, God did not want him to build a house. 
God did not ask David to build a house. It was on David's heart to do it. David wanted to do it, but it wasn't ordered and mandated, instructed, or commanded by God to do it. But David wanted to do it. But God says you can't. He says, but you'll have a son who will build it. And so sort of uh, sadly, humorously, apparently as a man of war, you couldn't build it. But Solomon, what was he a man of? Yeah, he was a man of women, but that's another story for another time. But God did allow David to assemble together everything that would be needed to build this. And so he, that's what happened. Solomon built a house for him, verse 48 of Acts 7. However, the Most High does not dwell in houses made of human hands, as the prophet says. So Stephen is bringing home this point, which they knew already, okay? But he just wanted to reiterate, make sure they understood some stuff, that God doesn't dwell in this house. So if you hear somebody say, this is the house of the Lord, and they're acting like that God dwells here, and he literally dwells here, that's not true. The Lord literally dwells within true believers, not within physical edifices. Now, can God's presence be there, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, 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 yeah. But listen to the quote right here that Stephen brings. And this is out of Isaiah 66, the first two verses, verse 49 of Acts 7. Heaven is my throne, and earth is is the footstool of my feet. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord, or what place is there for my repose? Was it not my hand which made all these things? So here Stephen is in Acts 7, quoting Isaiah 66 to the leadership. And he's letting them know, hey, we know that David wanted to build a house. Solomon wanted to build it. Well, now we stand here in this thing that was being remodeled and rebuilt, and it really wasn't one that Solomon had built. That had already been destroyed. Okay? It's one that was rebuilt back in time of um, Nehemiah's time. And now it had been added on to and upgraded, and it was still undergoing all these upgrades at that time. And he's saying, but we know this, that this is not where God dwells. Heaven is God's throne. The earth is his footstool. And he's saying, what kind of house are you going to build for me? Are you going to really build me a place that I can live? Is my creation going to build something for me to dwell in? And the last verse, verse 50, was it not my hand which made all these things? I made all these things. So are you going to take all the things that I've made and make a place to where I'm going to be limited to and where I dwell? Is this possible? Is, there, is, is it really possible for God to dwell in a place like this and for you to limit me, the creator? Now, why was Stephen saying this? Well, he's going to tell us in the next verse, which I'm not going to get into for today <laughs> because my time has run out to be able to get into it. But everything that he has shared from the beginning right here, this is verse 50, right? From the very beginning of this chapter, he's reminding these religious rulers who they are as a people, what the Lord has done in their life, their history. And he's bringing to all to point out what they had done to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, again, I'm Dale. My time is up. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.